All right, welcome back. It's off the monorails podcast. So, me, Jordan, uh, Ryan, Justin are here. We're still at Animal Kingdom Lodge. We just got back from a wonderful, wonderful, spectacular, all the adjectives dinner at Boma, which is here at Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House, buffet style, some. Great flavors from Africa. Uh, take it away, boys. Uh, well, first thing I'll say is wow. That's pretty much all you need to say. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling to talk because there's I'm, a lot to unpack here. I'm just so full. Uh, <laughs> totally worth the money. Awesome experience. Awesome atmosphere. We had an awesome waiter. His name was Stephen. Um. I don't know where to begin to describe the amount of flavors, the amount of uh, diversity the menu offers. I mean, anything you can think of, they got it. You're going to love it. From entrees to bread service down to dessert, it satisfies everyone who enters that door. And even for someone like myself that doesn't like a whole lot of spicy foods, like there is something there for everybody. And I thoroughly enjoyed my, uh, my visit at Boma. Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning that you, know, you think of African dishes and naturally African spices. This is important to point out that you're not getting spicy food at Boma. You're, what you're getting is flavors, right? You're getting it's dishes. A, it's a delicate balance of flavor and spice. Yeah. Like you get the spice, but it's the flavor of the spice you appreciate. And it's done tastefully to where it's not overwhelming and it can satisfy pretty much any palate. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think for the pickiest eaters to, you know, Fortunato's, it's, there's something there for everybody. Absolutely. Um, I even ate some of the kids' options because they just looked good. Some chicken tendies and mac and cheese go a long way. Okay, that's the classic American staples. You got to hit that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what what was your favorite dish, Jordan? Uh, probably the oxtail. The oxtail stew oxtail. on the basmati rice. Uh, I could probably eat 10 bowls of that and be thoroughly disgusted with myself. And at the same time, <laughs> Easy work. Easy thoroughly work. enjoy. Yeah. Kind of like how we're feeling now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Similar, but yeah. <laughs> if I were to look at myself in the mirror right now, I'd be like, you're gross. Yeah. <laughs> but It's okay. I would say the highlight of my meal would be the peanut rice with the black eyed peas and the chocolate greens. The peanut rice was absolutely a unique flavor, right? It's almost like peanut butter grains. Like just yeah, it was. It could almost be passed as a dessert with a dash of sugar. Oh, it could be passed as a dessert. Oh, easy. could you imagine like some? You remember like uh, the rice pudding that we would have like milk poured over yes. as kids. Uh, that our parents, I guess, just... With cinnamon. Yes, and, yes. Yeah, I feel like it, that could have just been the same thing. Easily. Oh, talk about the pudding. Oh, my gosh. That's making me hurt. <laughs> uh, well, relish on that. Uh, I had a <laughs> banana bread pudding. Uh, with? With vanilla sauce drizzled. Oh, on top of it. I made a lake on top of it, actually. Drizzled, he says. Uh it was spectacular. I wish I was able to eat it all. I only ate about 
three quarters of it max, and I was sharing a couple bites with you. Yeah. And uh, it was good. From what I tasted, it was good. Man, it was tasty. Needless to say, Boma is a worth a visit if you have not, or yeah, if you good. have, then just go back because it's it's really good. Let's talk about the um, the meats, like the, the they had the oh. strip loin and the uh, oak roasted ribs and the chicken. I don't think I, I had the chicken. I don't know if y'all did. I did. Um, and we've already mentioned the oxtails; those were by far. I mean, those were the star of the show. But they had the um, African spice strip loin. That strip you know, basically loin was a, a smoked, amazing. Like a smoked beef tenderloin, medium rare, perfect in the center, almost like a prime rib kind of. Yeah, very very prime it. rib. Yeah, Itch. and it just and I had the uh, I actually tried the oak ribs with both the tamarind sweet barbecue sauce and the boma mustard. Both were fantastic, but I'm more of a mustard based sauce guy myself, so the boma mustard really stole my heart for that meal. And I only had the tamarind sauce, and my gosh, it was flavorful, and it absolutely comp- complimented the uh, the ribs. Yeah, I, yes to all of it. <laughs> it was so good. I did not walk away disappointed at all. Everything I ate was quality, tasty, flavorful. You throw any adjective in there that's of the positive light for food, it was that. I can just say overall one word to describe my experience. I'm satisfied. Very. Very satisfied. Very satisfied. Absolutely. We, uh, We ventured into Victoria Falls Lounge before dinner uh, just grabbed a quick drink there. Uh, great little atmosphere, great little lounge. Agreed. Uh, you know, the sound of the falls behind you. Great little atmosphere for the uh, 15 minutes we got to spend there. Yep. Shared a little story with the bartender, Shelby. You know, a little, little uh, blast from the past, from yeah. a, a, a past uh, vacation experience we had. Yeah. We'll dive into that on another episode. Let's go easy on Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm the center of attention on that one. Yeah. We'll leave that one for another day. But it was uh, Victoria Falls Lounge was a nice little kind of precursor because we're we're all early birds, so we was ready for dinner early. We got down there twenty minutes early, had a ten minutes to kill, so we uh, slid by the bar, had a quick uh, Tusker Lager, you know, and just kind of uh, took in that atmosphere. And um, Victoria Falls Lounge is right above Boma, so we just were a flight of stairs away from going to our dinner. And it was a perfect lead into the dinner. Absolutely. So. Let's just take a step back and reflect for a second, right? Let's think about the day as a total. How are you guys feeling? I feel um I feel like this day came full circle. Like I feel like we didn't leave any blanks. I feel like we kind of uh, accomplished everything we needed to and some more because we had we didn't really have an agenda, but we had like a couple of specific things we needed to check we off. We had some wish lists, right? We had some boxes to check off, yeah. and by far, we checked them all off and some. So, um, made some great memories in the meantime, uh, found some new things out that we can try for our next visit, and we've also discussed our next visit, and um, yeah, I, I, I would say today is a total 110% success. Yeah, I would consider today a W. Uh, just all around... Like there was a lot of uh, good times, you know. You know, put the food and beverage aside. Like we had a great time together and uh, enjoying the scenery. Just a, uh, just like even walking into the room and we sat in the room for a little bit. 
you know, a good 15, 20 minutes just looking out at the Savannah view, and we just pinched ourselves. We're like, we're really staying here and enjoying this view. And, like, it, it was it was just amping us up, and everyone was getting real hype about it. And, you know, when you get a trip that makes you feel like that, you know you're doing it right. Yeah, I, I would say no complaints here, right? And we got some, some things to look forward to in the morning. Um, but overall, today has been been just a delightful day. Yeah, I would say the whole um, – the whole mantra that today kind of held was we've been we've been talking about doing a trip like this and get this podcast kicked off for months now because we did our first visit together as a guys trip back in February of this year and that kind of kick started the idea of hey we might have something here we got a lot of information to take in and there's a lot of things to do we could get this information out to people and it's also a way for us to reconnect as adults. You know, we all have families. We all have lives and jobs outside of what we do here. Um, and, you know, that's, for the lack of a better term, gotten the way, you know, at some point because we all have young children and we have, you know, they're starting school and we're trying to follow the, the groove of parenthood. And um, we all are fortunate enough that our moms vacation together with us as kids. And we always came to Orlando all the amusement parks we hit throughout our childhood and we've all had this conversation as adults that we need to kind of pass the torch to ourselves now that we have to kickstart this whole vacationing thing and uh you know give our kids that same uh service that our parents gave us with being able to connect with our cousins and experience these things together and hopefully our kids someday will do the same exact thing and talk about the great experiences they shared because of what we was able to do for them. So that's, um, you know, it's it, a big shout out to our parents really for, um, for giving us the idea of vacationing together as a family and connecting with your cousins and staying close. So and that, making that feel normal. That brought us together almost in a brotherhood. Yeah. It, you know, so to speak. And, um, that, that really carries into how our relationship is now as, you know, we're all in our early thirties and, uh, we hope to carry this on for years to come. Yeah, I think it's just it's yeah it's worth saying right that we you know we take family very seriously and um, just appreciate the time we get to spend with each other and the things that we get to pass along and you know you can say traditions or what whatever you want name you want to give it but uh, pass along things that we were able to do and fortunate enough to do as as children and and let our children. Uh, grow up experiencing similar things and being uh, and those things including uh, other family members uh, let's talk about our uh, trip in February let's recollect uh, kind of where this whole idea started out for um, for doing this for for being a sounding board for for people getting started uh, in in Disney in Orlando vacations um, Theme parks, food, um, just an adult life. Yeah, a, a adult family life. I adult think. life and family life, healthy mixture. Uh, at Disney, we, you know, us three guys, uh, our family, uh, we decided to to make something happen in February uh, of this year, and we uh, we took Ryan under our wing and uh, wanted to show him what. Uh, what Disney had to offer outside of as an adult, at, outside of the the walls of uh, the theme parks themselves, 
Well, and I, I would say as a precursor to this, I was a Disney skeptic for years while you guys were already pass holders. And um, we all uh, had a group chat going November of 2020. Mm-hmm. And you guys were in the idea of doing, uh, you know, just a little guys reconnect trip and getting a Disney resort <coughs> and visiting Epcot and kind of taking in some of the food atmosphere and the drink atmosphere. So um, me being a foodie that I am, and um, I love beer, I love drinks, I love taking in nightlife, um, I was like, you know what? These guys have been on me about it for years now. I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot. And, um, you know, I'll let Jordan continue there from where, you know, he ran the idea by me, him and Justin both. Yeah. And, so uh, they brought me on. Yeah. So we just decided, hey, let's make this happen, right? It's been a while since we were able to go do something as just us guys. Um, Justin and I being very familiar with what Disney had to offer for, you know, mainly adults or for things to do outside of just a normal day to day, go to the theme park, get on a ride, et cetera, et cetera. And it took a lot of convincing to tell Ryan and convince him to come with us after so many weeks of trying to make him understand that, you know, we know what we're talking about. There is a life outside of the parks. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah. So we, you know, we essentially made it happen and uh, booked a stay uh, during uh, one of the festivals at Epcot so Ryan could experience some of the food booths uh, that were happening, um, get to experience some different uh, food options, drink options, uh, some of the more cultural options, and uh, just open his eyes a little bit there and uh, what we discovered during during that trip was that hey, we we have something to offer. We have something that uh, that maybe this information we don't need to just keep to ourselves. Maybe we can try to share it with people. We'll try to share uh, you know sway other people's opinions on what Disney is or what Disney can be or uh, what type of vacation you can have if you want to uh, come here. So that's what we aim to do with this almost in the same vein as Ryan's experience, but people in doubt or people that have questions on, um, you know, just ideas of what you could possibly uh, consider whenever you do want to decide to come to Disney or if you're hesitant or on the fence or didn't understand all the nuances that go on with, with uh, Disney vacations that, uh, you know, there's, there's some solutions out there for you. And to build off of that, you know, it's something that you, took some time to really tell us and educate us on, you can really shape your vacation any which way you'd like, starting from your resort that you choose to stay at, uh, all the way up to do you choose to buy a park ticket or not, uh, and everything in between. And uh, after some thorough explaining and seeing it for ourselves, we've... uh, we have all came to an agreement that that is a very, very true statement. Um, and I hope that we're able to dive deeper into that as our podcast goes on uh, to try and help educate others. Yeah, I think it's just, it's, you know, there's a lot out there and there's a lot to consume and a lot of it can be confusing and just overwhelming at times. And, um, you know, there's just a lot to consider and it's, it can be, it can be easy. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, it can be as simple as just uh, thinking about what type of itinerary you want to have for, for said vacation or said trip. 
um, you don't have to overcomplicate it like a lot of a lot of people do. Um, and I feel like a lot of people then get overwhelmed when they are here, or when they uh, try to plan, and and it, it they don't take the time to enjoy being on vacation or being here with their family. They just get into discussions and arguments and trying to be on time for this and that and um it's there's a fine art of learning how to navigate these these waters without being too concerned about those things yeah i would say because our our first visit consisted of we had two nights that we booked at pop century and it was simple as booking that room we made a park reservation for Epcot one day, and I believe Hollywood Studios another day. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, we picked we picked Pop Century because Skyliner. of the Skyliner. Yeah, and the, and the, uh, as a side note, transportation options for Disney property is amazing. Yeah, um, but any of the Skyliner resorts, you know, you got Pop Century, Aria Animation, you got Caribbean Beach, Riviera. Um, any of the Epcot area resorts, um, Skyliner is an easy option to access two different parks and several different resorts. And just resort hopping alone could take up a day, and it's very entertaining. Each resort has different drink, food, shopping options, um, different atmospheres. Um, it, it could take up an entire day itself. But um, as far as our trip went, it was as simple as we had a afternoon at Hollywood Studios, and uh, we had a night at Epcot. And um, pretty much as far as dining went, we hit refreshment port and had um, poutine, which was my first experience with food at Disney property. And let me just say, it was completely blown away because the poutine at refreshment port is awesome. But the very first thing I ever had walking into Disney property was the Leaping Leprechaun at Rosen Crown Pub. (laughs) And it is now my prerogative every time I walk into the property of Epcot. I go to Rosen Crown and get a Leaping Leprechaun. But it's it's like Jordan said, that you don't have to overcomplicate it. It seems like it might be a little overwhelming at first, but when you get to the meat and potatoes of everything, it's as simple as just getting your resort booked and getting your park reservation done and everything in between there as far as your dining or whatever. It can be whatever you need it to be. And there's options galore between reservations for dinner or a quick service, which there are fantastic quick service options if you need a quick audible. Um, especially at Epcot during festivals, there's so many food options. Um, it's sure not to disappoint. And I guess to build on that is uh, the the ability to come here as often as we do. You know, we, we get kind of spoiled with the fact that we, we do know our way around. And at one point, we didn't know our way around. And, you know, to get to this point has been just being able to come to the parks on a regular basis and acquiring more and more knowledge and, you know, trying different things and going different places, you know, and that just simply comes with time. We understand that there are some families out there uh, at one point or another. Our family was like that, where they could only come that one time. Uh, And we understand that, you know, they're not gonna under they're not gonna understand the full layout of that. So that's why this podcast was something that we had thought about uh, creating to try and eliminate the the guesswork while you're at the Disney property and you're more prepared prior to booking your your resort stay and your trip 
That way you have a little bit more of an idea of how much you can control prior to getting foot on property. And, and I think that's the goal of us all, you know, using our acquired knowledge uh, is to try and share that and at least close the gap from newcomer uh, experiences to try and get it as close to a seasoned pass holder um, as, as close as possible and trying to at least have it to where you can manage your trip a lot better and eliminate a lot of stress. So hopefully this uh, podcast eventually will educate and help, you know, at least give you some guidelines to consider prior to your booking, especially if you're a newcomer. Yeah. I mean, this is, this, this is the the whole reason for, for being right is we wanted to make sure that people hadn't had a resource uh, that it doesn't have to be as complicated as it, as it seems uh, that we can answer questions and maybe give you some background or thoughts uh, regarding certain subjects um, that you're thinking about and planning around um, and to just be there as a resource. Uh, it's called Off the Monorails podcast for a reason, right? It's you stepping off that monorail for the first time and being prepared to uh, know what you're about to face. So we're, we're here to help. We're here to guide. Um, we're here to inform and most importantly, we're here to have fun, and we're here to be a family, um, and that's important. So, anything else for you guys? Yeah, I was I would say I'll, I'll kind of tag along to what both of these guys just said. Um, you know, for the people that don't have the ability, you know, if you're not a Florida resident or not a pass holder, you don't have that opportunity to get return visits. Um, we understand that it costs a lot of money to get your family to Disney property and heck you were that guy at one point I, I was and um, to, to be able to create that magic for your family um, time is money down here if you're you know if you're wasting time doing things that you might not need to do you're wasting money and um, we want to be able to simplify that process as much as possible to where you're getting the most out of your visit and eliminating that stress because you should be on vacation you shouldn't be stressing you should be creating magic for your family and creating memories that should last a lifetime for your children and yourself. And um, we know how important that is because we have children ourselves and we see the magic in their eyes and that's the satisfaction of our being. And that's what we want for everybody else is the whole idea behind Disney is you forget everything that's going on in the world as soon as you set foot on this property and it's you feel the magic. You feel the, the sense of wonder. You feel like you're a kid again. And we hope to replicate that for every single person that is able to hear this podcast. Yeah, so that's why we're here. That's what we're what we're doing, what we're doing, and just trying to make a little, little difference uh, for you guys. So we're here to inform. We're here to have fun. And with that being said, we hope to catch you next time. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. This is Off the Monorails. <laughs>